The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When the Pharisees, with some scribes who had come from Jerusalem, gathered around Jesus, they observed that some of the disciples ate their meals with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. The Pharisees, and in fact all Jews, do not eat without carefully washing their hands, keeping the tradition of the elders. And on coming from the marketplace, they do not eat without purifying themselves. And there are many other things that they have traditionally observed. The purification of cups, jugs, and kettles, and beds. So the Pharisees and the scribes question him. Why do your disciples not follow the tradition of the elders, but instead eat a meal with unclean hands? He responded, Well, did Isaiah prophesy about you hypocrites? As it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines human precepts. You disregard God's commandment, but cling to human tradition. He summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person. But the things that come out from within are what defile. From within people, from their hearts, come evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from within, and they defile. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. After Dad and I got finished fishing one day, we decided to stop in one of those ice cream joints. And so I went to the window, and there was a young girl, and we ordered, I ordered the ice cream, and then I gave her a $20 bill to pay for it. She gave me the change, and I took all the change and put it in her tip jar. Well, actually, I was really hoping that she would see me putting the money into the tip jar, but she didn't. She turned around really quickly to get the order. And I thought to myself, gee, another good deed goes unnoticed. So she came back with the ice cream, and I said, thank you very much. And she said to me, no, thank you. And she pointed to the tip jar. I said, well, how did you know? She said, oh, I know. Believe me, I know. And what showed me that that, that, that's the power of goodness. Goodness is always seen. Goodness is always perceived, is always seen by others. It stands out. You know, I live in a community with about 20 guys, and, and things break. You know, and when things break, like, let's say, the vacuum cleaner, you have three options. Three options. Option number one is when you discover that the vacuum cleaner doesn't work, you roll up the cord, 
put the vacuum cleaner back into the closet and let somebody else deal with the problem. Option number two is when you find out that it's broken, put it, uh, you write a sign that says out of order and place it on it so that the next person comes by and sees it, they won't have to drag it out and try to figure it out. Option number three, fix it. But here's the problem with option number three. Option when you fix it, the, the next person, no one, they're never going to find out that it was ever broken, and they're never going to know that you fixed it. So there I was one day making photocopies for my class at St. John's. And I have this personal theory about photocopies. They have this, this stress sensor inside them that they know when you need something really quick, and that's when they break down. So there I was, uh, right before class, I had to make some photocopies, and I, I put these syllabus in the, in the photocopy machine, and I pressed the green light, which was the start button, and I hit the jackpot. All the lights started to flash. No paper, no toner, paper jams everywhere. Call your service person immediately. So my first thought was option number one. Turn the thing off, run away, and let somebody else deal with the problem. But I thought to myself, no, I got a few minutes. So one by one, I dealt with each one of the problems. I, I filled the empty tray with paper, filled it with toner, went inside and dug out all the paper jams, called the service personnel, and they gave me a code to, to reboot it. And after I got it all done, I pushed the green button again, and it started to work in photocopy. At that time, when I started to photocopy, one of the guys walked by and said to me, oh, so you fit, oh, good, you fixed the photocopy machine, which led me to think two questions. Number one, how did you know that it was broken, Mr. Option number one? And then how did you know that I fixed it? See, goodness is powerful. And deeds are powerful. And that's exactly what the letter of James is saying today. The faith isn't just about hearing words and listening and agreeing and talking. And it's just that words. James is big on deeds. So that's what Christianity, that's when you live Christ-like. That is, it's, it's in the deeds. Oh, you remember, remember the time when the widow went into the temple to, to make her donation in the treasury? And she put in two Roman pennies? Did you know that a Roman penny is smaller in diameter than your finger? Do you know what happens when you hold a Roman penny between your two fingers? It disappears because your finger is bigger than the, than the penny. It's not like one of those big, shiny gold coins that everybody notices right away, and that's really heavy, and it makes a nice, loud noise when you drop it into the treasury. No, the Roman pennies are lighter than a potato chip. So here's the widow about to put in the, the penny into the, into the treasury, and she's thinking to herself, well, here goes another good deed gone unnoticed. But it didn't go unnoticed. Somebody noticed and pointed her out and appreciated it. It was God. Jesus said she gave more than anybody else because she gave everything that she had. And then Jesus redefined generosity. It's not about how much you give. It's about how much you have left in your wallet after you give. Now that's really good news for us because all of us who have a, do a lot of thankless jobs, 
changing diapers, in traffic after work, standing in line at the grocery waiting to buy the food for the family. All of these thankless jobs do not go unnoticed. Because that's where greatness lies. That's where we live Christ's life. Yeah, everybody likes the first option. But the problem with the first option is there's never greatness in the first option. No one will ever notice the first option. It's the third option that we achieve greatness. And our good deeds will be noticed. 